It's nearly Valentine's Day, and if you're panicking about your flower order, today's episode is just for you. We're taking a virtual tour of Floribundance in Carpinteria, California, to learn from Joost Bongerts about the domestic U.S.-grown sourcing options for this important floral holiday. There's more than Mother's Day and the peak holidays. That's the reason for the advertising campaign. Increased consumption for weekly and daily use. It's easy to say, but people are interested in flowers and they're interested in different flowers than just sunflowers. Uh, I know for the local growers, and there's many of them that are slow flower members, because we see them coming into Cal Flowers for their shipping discounts so they can ship flowers. We buy from a lot of these. We are a wholesaler. We buy bunches for events. And we need a variety of flowers and consistent quality. So that means if you know how to pack great bunches and ship them to us, we love to talk to you. Hello again, and welcome back to the Slow Flowers Podcast with Deborah Prinzing. This is episode 648. This is the weekly podcast about slow flowers and the people who grow and design with them. It's all about making a conscious choice, and I invite you to join the conversation and the creative community as we discuss the vital topics of saving our domestic flower farms and supporting a floral industry that relies on a safe, seasonal, and local supply of flowers and foliage. This show is brought to you by slowflowers.com, the free online directory to more than 750 florist shops and studios who design with local, seasonal, and sustainable flowers, and to the farms that grow those blooms. It's the conscious choice for buying and sending flowers. And thank you to Red Twig Farms. Based in Johnstown, Ohio, Red Twig Farms is a family-owned farm specializing in peonies, daffodils, tulips, and branches, and a popular peony bouquet by mail program. Learn more at redtwigfarms.com. If you're a longtime listener of the Slow Flowers podcast, you may recall today's guest, Joost Bongertz, owner of Floribundance, based in Carpinteria, California. We featured a conversation with Joost back in April of 2014 on episode 139 during our very first year of the Slow Flowers podcast. At the time, I was interested in sharing his story because Floribundance was one of the first, if not the very first, wholesaler who regularly highlighted U.S.-grown flowers and foliage. It's been a decade. Can you believe it? And we're grateful for Floribundance's decade-long membership in the Slow Flowers movement, as well as the advice and insights that Yost has personally shared with me over the years. Now that the Slow Flowers show has a video component, I thought of Floribundance when we were planning a good pre-Valentine's Day episode. Nothing like beautiful flowers and a show-and-tell to wow and inspire, right? I asked Yost if he would join me to walk through the many U.S.-grown flower options that florists can order for Valentine's Day. So many of our members, retail florists and studio florists alike, use Slow Flowers' mission as part of their branding to support local and domestic flower farms through their own sourcing practices. Yost is somebody who can walk us through all the options for making this happen in what I guess we would call the off-season. He was joined by sales manager Debbie Klein 
and Jenna Foster, the main buyer who works with boutique flower growers for domestic flowers. To be perfectly honest, in most parts of the U.S., getting local flowers in mid-February is next to impossible. This is slowly changing as flower farming innovations are leading to season extension methods like winter tulips and early greenhouse crops like anemones and ranunculus. But if you're not able to find those in your region, ordering from a place like Floribundance is a great option. So let's jump right in and get started and meet Joost Bongeris. Well, hello, everybody. It's uh, that time again, almost Valentine's Day, and I want to have a special episode for you uh, to think about sourcing local flowers, um, domestic flowers, during this important floral holiday. So welcome to the Slow Flowers Podcast, and I'm Deborah Prinzing, and our guest today is Joost Bongertz of Flora Abundance, and I'm going to bring Joost on. Hi, Joost. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, and there's... There's a little rain coming down again. We're still having this atmospheric river or pineapple express from Hawaii. I know. I I, I know that the that the rain has been really challenging for flower farmers up and down the coast. But in Central California, I don't even know how you're how you're able to get flowers into the warehouse and then back out to your customers. So give us a little snapshot of what's going on at Flora Abundance this week. Well, I spent uh, the weekend calling uh, transportation companies make sure we get everything uh, rolling on the roads because the weather is extreme. Uh, in the past 36 hours, and that's unheard of, it's uh, the worst rain, or most rain of the mountain in 100 years, they say. Oh. So we keep breaking records. But the flower crops, the good news is the flower growers I've talked to, and we deal with a lot of them up and down the coast and, and up in uh, Washington State as well, um, the crops are great, uh, good production this year. The weather has been favorable last year. It was a cold December. This year, the temperatures were good. And I uh, actually even spoke with Sun Valley yesterday, and Lane told me he was a little ahead with some crops, but things are moving well. Crops look great. Yeah, field crops is a different story, but we're not doing too many field crops this time of the year. Right, right. They fillers, which is... Well, you play a really important role as a floral wholesaler because, number one, Flora Abundance it has a real focus on, you know, sourcing from around the globe. But for customers who want American-grown domestic product, that's a specialty of yours. So I know there's an off-season, but we're kind of coming into the early part of the greenhouse crops, right? Yes. And, well, I always say, and uh, I think I said this 10 years ago in the podcast with you, March and October, Flora Abundance uh, uh, offers about 70% of their product is uh, domestic grown. We used to say California grown, but it's more than California. Right. It's Oregon, Washington, Florida, Hawaii. Exactly. Uh, actually, I got most of the there from Hawaii, but uh, the buyers will come chat uh, in a little bit. But so it's great because uh, uh, we love local product, of course. Uh, quality is great. You don't have to ship this far. We get them in a water, so we like that. And then we change them on our water. And, uh, and uh, Christ will be used to condition the flowers. Uh, challenging is uh, when we get rain periods like this, is botrytis setting into crops. But there's enough variety and enough availability. And uh, the beauty of our business model is that we carry such a wide variety of flowers. If we don't have something, uh, a certain product, we can often 
ask the customer, can we give you some some substitutes? Right, right. I mean, the, the reason I wanted to talk to you this week is that so many people in the Slow Flowers movement really um, are trying to source domestically year-round when they, say, are in Pittsburgh and they can't get local flowers. They know that you're, you know, an important source and they hopefully plan ahead enough to order from Floor Abundance before the rush of Valentine's Day. So we're recording on the 6th. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And I'd love to have you talk about like a best case scenario. What should people be doing this week? Coming onto your website for one thing, right? Yeah. Uh, you should have placed your orders uh, or if you plan to order, do it today or tomorrow. Uh, because the sooner the better. We need to, we work a day ahead when it gets extremely busy, meaning we need to process the flowers, get them in, in, the, in the boxes, get them ready, ship. Um, you know, earlier pickup times, cutoff times. So it's not waiting for the last minute. Some people have a theory, you wait until the last minute, you get fresher stuff. Not necessarily so, because flowers need to be conditioned. Um, like to be on water, get a good drink before they go on a, on a plane ride. Yeah. So, so if people to order on Thursday, um, the eighth, they could potentially get their flowers on Friday, and then you don't ship for Saturday delivery, do you? Well, for the uh, we do most of the online uh, ordering, so you have to place your order online. We need a little time because we're three hours behind the East Coast, but Thursday orders will be processed on Friday. Some of them could ship on Friday afternoon for Saturday arrival. There's an extra charge from FedEx. Then we have uh, Monday shipping for Tuesday arrival. That's very last minute. But people need to refill their coolers because they didn't buy enough. Uh, a good Valentine's Day, all indication that Wednesday Valentine's is great for the industry. And um, uh, the National Retail Federation says Valentine's sales will be up yeah, you're the one who told me about that. So that's good news. I guess your perfect Valentine's Day would be on a Friday, right? Because then you'd have all week to get those orders out the door. Well, um, I had a retail shop, as you remember, and we used to really start Valentine's uh, promoting for the weekend pickup. I said, you get more miles out of your bouquet, right? Right. Take your Valentine's out for dinner. You buy some chocolate. You can add a teddy bear if you want, but food flowers. Well, Yos, you've been in the business for over 30 years. In fact, Floor Abundance is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year, right? Yes. Well, the Floor Abundance is 30 years old this year. I've been in the business for 43, but I'm not that old. You know? No, you're a child. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to share the, your bio on our show notes um, so people can um, just learn a little bit about you. And also, um, I'm going to share our 2014 podcast interview uh, so people can go back and listen to what you and I talked about 10 years ago when I came to see you in Carpinteria. It's hard to believe the industry has kept us going in, in a decade, but I'm so happy to reconnect uh, and have this conversation. Yeah, and we've come a long way in 10 years, especially slow flowers. But uh, interesting part, I think I mentioned, if I recall, the floral business industry needs a national advertising campaign. And here we are 10 years later, we have one. Yes, that's so true. You were so prescient about, you know, commenting that that is something that would really help everyone in the industry. And that flower feeling is something that 
uh, we've had, we've talked about on the podcast, we've shared at our summits and all the resources with our members, but you're really involved in that campaign. Do you want to just talk about that a little bit and then we'll, we'll well, go back to the flowers? I've said for 40 plus years, it would be great to have a national advertising campaign, but I probably won't see it in my lifetime because the, the flower business is so heavily fragmented. There's all kinds of breakfast that everybody wants to go to. The bottom line is we need to sell more flowers and uh, tell flowers Cowflowers uh, had the vision, the board had the vision to start an advertising campaign. Instead of doing another study about customer behavior, um, you ask anybody who likes flowers, Americans love flowers. So we uh, found an agency, we scraped some money together that we had, and now the campaign is out there. It's showing great results, promising results to move the needle, but it's going to be a slow process. So we invite the entire floral industry to get involved. Can do that as little as a $25 donation or $100 donation per month or a thousand dollar donation, depends what, yeah. you, what you prefer. But the, the, we're all in this together, so and this is for all flowers, it's not just American Brown or Import or Holland. Everybody needs to get involved, transportation companies. And we thank, uh, thank you and Slow Flowers for your early support and hope it continues because it's really important because it makes flower growers getting better prices easy to sell your product and for weekly and daily consumption we take these bumps of holidays where we depend on weather uh, take them out of the equation and it's smoother for everybody well i just popped up that flower feeling um website on the on the screen when you were talking and um <clears throat> so we'll people will re remember that steve dion uh from cal flowers was on the podcast when that campaign launched and um, your unofficial spokesperson, Miley Cyrus, just won a Grammy. So uh, uh, you guys are claiming success for that, right? Well, we, uh, we did what they call an advertising a culture bomb a year ago. I have a local videographer, and Steve and I, we, we came up with the idea to go down to uh, Studio City, where Miley had a big billboard uh, shows in the clip. I can buy myself flowers, and we thought, gee, this is great. Um, we couldn't get uh, officially uh, Miley to join the campaign, but she loves flowers, and we love Miley for that. And we're using this to the max, and uh, of course, winning a Grammy Sunday night is a G. This is great, you know. So here we go again. It's wonderful, and everybody in the floral industry knows every lyric to that song, and feels like it does sort of um, do the do the heavy lifting for us in terms of convincing consumers about why they need to have flowers. Uh, it was fun. It was just really great to watch that. And, and then right away, you posted about it, and it just it put a big smile on my face. Yeah. So let's talk about what you've got in the cart. Do you want to go grab one of your um, buyers or team members, and we can kind of have a show and tell? This is Jenna Foster. She is our main buyer for abundance. Hi, Jenna. I'm Deborah. I don't think we've met before. Yeah. Maybe a long time ago. I've been yeah. here a while. So. Oh, maybe when I visited ten years ago. <laughs> Let's have a little show and tell of what it, what product are you shipping out across the country that's American grown that all of our um, our members that our florists and flower shops are interested in stocking this year for Valentine's Day. Well, it's all our favorites, actually, <laughs> yeah. and all of our favorite people to work with. Great. Your basic awesome Valentine colors and the hot colors like peaches and totes. 
included. Um, lots of hellebores, lots of granunculas, gaviosa, all of that stuff's domestic right now, which everybody prefers the domestic over import, and the quality is really good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of really great greens. There's just lots of really good colors, too. Everything's just looking really good right now. Really good. The rains have really helped. And yeah. the roses are just as amazing. It's why people come for the California roses. Holly's a new variety. She's a really amazing peach with like tints of salmon and coral in there. And we've got Chantilly Lace and Peaches and Dream, which are also have been super hot. They were new last year and continuing to be really popular. I think we've got some slushy ones over there too. Still, which have been year round, which is nice. They're a little pricey, but they're still beautiful, and people are still loving them. So. Which one is that? The dahlias. Yeah, <clears throat> it's hard. I, I was telling Yost I couldn't believe you had dahlias, but they're coming from a a farm very close to you, right? Yeah, they're coming from somebody right down the street, and they're they're beautiful. Yeah. So I mean, hey, we'll take pop dollars and get them because they're yeah. what people want, and they're beautiful. So. And it keeps them really fresh. We're lucky enough to be surrounded by the growers, so we can pick up flowers, cut fresh for our orders. They're not sitting in the warehouse for long at all. So super lucky so that everybody gets their product like the next day. Wow. That's so fresh. And that's that's a luxury to have that kind of um, hard cut to order sometimes you're able to do. Yes. So what do you wish that people knew when they wanted to order from Flora Abundance? What do you wish that people would uh, tell you when they call to order, they obviously have to set up an account, right? Yes, they need to set up an account. Um, online. And yeah, they set it up online and then we filter it around our sales reps. Um, one of the main things that I think as the sales manager and, and our tight sales team, we've all been here for quite a while. Every single one of us has design experience and are really particular about our color and our quality. So I think that's the main thing that I would want people to know is that we try and share with them right away is that we watch every single order from us to our packers to the people that pull the products. Like we're really particular and we're their eyes in the cooler. It's not just a place your order online and it goes through the interwebs. and Right. So it's almost like you're consulting with the customer to talk through their palate or whatever. Absolutely, which Yost, yeah. yes, and Yost, they're called wholesale Yost parcels. Moral consultants instead of just yeah. salespeople because we really truly are. We don't have salespeople. No, we take close attention to every order, and it doesn't matter the size of the order or the size no. of the customer or anything. Everybody gets the same treatment. Yeah. We, we just pay attention. We pay close attention. Yeah, that's wonderful. I love it. Well, thank you for the show and tell. It makes me wish I were there. I can't tell that it's raining, but it's raining here in Seattle, so I've got a little bit of the. It's starting here and coming south to you guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Just, just what we need is more I rain. Know. Hey, I, well, we like rain. The flowers yeah. happy. <laughs> so on Valentine's Day, what happens? Do you have a lot of local customers who come in to buy, or are you catching your breath? Yes. Well, there surprisingly, there's a few weddings, actually, the weekend after Valentine's Day. So, And we have a space here that we rent out to local designers and visiting designers. So we, we're, we're heading right into wedding and event season Valentine's Day sort of breaks the seal, and while we're shipping everything out, 
towards the end of this week, mostly for Valentine's Day. Then starting Monday, we'll get all of our local people coming in and picking up all their fresh products so that they have. Wow. (laughs) Well, that's great. I'm sorry, Yos, you were going to add something. Yeah. And then when they, uh, when they sell out, they, uh, they need refills. So they load up again. And uh, that's the beauty about a Valentine's Day Wednesday. So yeah. people have brisk business during the weekend. I always encourage people to start selling early, right? Yeah. And my floral consultants here help you line up the colors. Having that, having that mindset of a designer is really important. So I'm thrilled. Well, listen, this has been great. And the Yost and I are going to talk about some other varieties that he shot a little video of. Ladies, have a great Valentine's Day. Okay, well, we came indoors from the noisy uh, warehouse, Yost, because you're having quite a storm there. But thanks for uh, getting Jana and Debbie to do, give us a little show and tell. That was really fun. Yeah, glad, glad we could do that. Okay, you filmed uh, just a quick tour of the cooler this morning, and I'm going to pop it up on the screen. It's just like two and a half minutes, and maybe you can just give us like a rapid-fire um, commentary. Does that sound good? Sure. Great. I'm going to put that on and let's see. Yeah. So this is one of our trucks coming back from uh, local growers actually in the Oxnard Ventura area. Gorgeous. Uh, you know, we use A&M a lot for stock, beautiful farm. And uh, we have a couple, we have a lot of micro growers as we call them, uh, a couple hundred of them that we buy product from. And uh, it includes a lot of greens and foliages that are grown here or in Oregon or down south. You see the eucalyptus there. And I took a little picture of what's, uh, what's in the cooler. And uh, here are some roses, locally grown roses. There aren't that many rose growers left, as we all know, uh, because it's just not economical or the climate is not right. Here's Genestra. There's uh, local Genestra right now, which is beautiful. Uh, we got, uh, you know, proteas locally grown and also in the southern part of our state in the San Diego area, Feverview, Aster Matsumoto, Cream Trick, uh, you know, Diantus. And uh, we have local freesias, which, uh, mm. you know, we also, you can get them uh, all over the world, though. You can get them from Holland year round, but we like to buy local because of they're ethylene sensitive. Tulips, we buy tulips uh, from a couple of growers here, including Sun Valley, of course. Da- uh, this is uh, uh, the butterfly, uh, butterfly ranunculus, yeah. and it's early this year because they uh, started earlier, was it? And uh, it's yeah. a little shorter, but it's a nice crop. Ranunculus, there's going to be so many ranunculus now because everybody in the world is growing them, but there's a lot of different varieties. We carry the success series, the... Uh, Clooney's as well. Those are the bigger blooms. The bulbs cost more for the growers, as you probably know. But they're very popular. Yep. Cabiosa. We have uh, uh, hellebores. The hellebores. There. Wow. Popular item. And here's a few dahlias that we we try not to have them in stock because we can pick them up as we need them. So when we get orders, we go get them. Uh, some larkspur, uh, locally grown. Not a lot of color because it's mid-January or you know it's February now, but. Then uh, this is a little display of our cooler, how we display. You notice everything is on water. You, you only see a few boxes of greens in the way back right. there. Those are tropicals or greens from Florida. And uh, branches, we sell a lot of branches, flowering branches, just starting. first sign of spring, including fruit branches come up. Um, yeah, it makes it fun as the season changes, you know. 
Oh my gosh, that is crazy. Thank you so much for sharing that video. It's, it, it's a candy store. It is a candy store. And I just um I'm just really impressed with the the depth of selection of domestic flowers. And I know that you've always had that, but now you're um dedicating your website to letting people know what is American grown. So I thought I would pop up your website and we could just talk about that for a sec. Sure. Um, yeah, so you've got we, a you've got a tab on the top of the website here that says American Grown. That people yeah, we became a certified American Grown wholesaler. I think about five years ago, um, because I said, "Listen, we already sell so much domestic product. What do we need to do to certify?" So they came and checked us out and had to fill out lots of paperwork. <laughs> it was an independent agency doing it, and you send them a check, and then yeah. you wait for the results. And, and we passed, passed the, the test. test. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and a nice, I've said to American Grown, you know, there's so many great growers, but they're not going to go through this whole process. They just want to grow and sell flowers. But they found a different method now to get more growers on board because that's the key. Yeah. So you can kind of be the curator uh, for all these. Uh, I can't believe you're buying from 100 different micro farms. That's amazing. About 300. Oh, yeah. wow. And 300. We carry, uh, I asked this morning to verify. We carry over 2,000 varieties of flowers uh, a typical week in the season. Now it's a little busy, but then, uh, as you heard from Debbie, the weddings are starting to pick up a little bit for us. Weddings in the southern states um, of the country are yeah. picking up. And locally, uh, Santa Barbara is a big wedding destination. We have floors and customers from all over the country coming here, renting Airbnbs, and do a wedding for their clients. And, yeah. uh, Dallas, you name it, Boston. And so, so uh, we make that uh, we make that easy for them, you know. Well, Yost, what I think is cool about the way this is set up, there's over eight pages of just U.S. grown, American grown product. It's a great research tool that is really anyone can come on, even if they don't have an account with you yet, and just see what the options are. Yes, and then you want people to set up an account. With, yes, a you, with a resale yeah, license. You register online. You click on uh, account. I think it's the upper right-hand side. Fill out a little form. I do all the verifications myself because I do it 24, well, not 24 hours a day, but seven days a week. <laughs> um, you sleep every now and then, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but it's always exciting when you get an account to sign up. There's a reason, right? They're hot right. and they want to see and see the pricing. We don't yeah. send out price lists other than to our customers in an email but when we get phone calls, what are your prices for roses? Or, you know, we say, mm -hmm. go to our website, registers, because we like to know who you are. Right, That's right. That's the right question, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when they don't qualify, when they don't have a business, and, and believe me, with the internet, there's plenty of people that like to do their wedding for their daughter one time, and then you never hear from them again. And that takes up our our valuable resources, our floral consultants are busy then. So right. We changed that about eight years ago, and we have a website for those people. We used to say, sorry, we can't help you because Floribanas doesn't sell to the public. But now we have a, the other website, Fabulous Florals, which is also a sponsor of Soul Flowers. Yeah, I'm going to get that up too. Yeah. It works great. Uh, people are pleased to say, oh, um, I had a law firm uh, this week. They, they wanted to buy flowers, and it was just for personal use. and. So we sent him a nice link and a little message. And she says, oh, this is great. Thank you so much. So because uh, at the end of the day, we need to move flowers. We need to move inventory. 
And uh, I've noticed myself when you go to the LA flower market, San Francisco flower market, or New York flower market, they have everything in bunches now. And anybody can walk in there now yeah. and buy flowers. Yeah. Well, and this is, this is um, basically direct to consumer. So the pricing is, it's, it's different. It's yeah. different, but they're they're still getting a, a wholesale value yeah. compared to say going to somebody somebody maybe locally. Um, yeah. I noticed also on the top of this website there is an American Grown tab. Yes. So you know that yeah. I think is another another benefit that yeah. um, the DIY you know mother in law who's making you know her you know her family wedding centerpieces yeah. can can choose them but also as you said businesses or individuals yeah we have people who've been in the flower business they worked in a flower shop or they had their own flower shop and they don't have it anymore and they just like to arrange flowers so mm -hmm. um yeah there's so many websites out there but we actually pack and and purchase and pack the flower bunches ourselves you can buy I, one yeah. bunch and we'll ship it, but then you get your freight bill. You're not going to like it. <laughs> I, I, I did notice that the bunches are smaller quantities, so that it's more consumer quantities versus like, you know, well, that's a, this is a hot pink cherry brandy rose for 25 stems for $49. That's yep. still, that's still a phenomenal price. Yeah. I think that's, that variety is locally grown, but yeah, um, it was under the American grown tab. Yeah. Yeah. But the, um, uh, we have people ordering olive branches for their table, their dinner table in Manhattan. Uh, and, and, you know, sometimes the shipping is more than the price of the olive branches. People go like, <laughs> well, how, how, how does that work? I said, well, we get a FedEx discount. We pass it on, but it's priority overnight because they're fresh cut flowers and we pack yeah. them well and we've done this for 30 years, but not everything arrives the next day necessarily with FedEx. Yeah. Uh, we use UPS as well. They do a phenomenal job overall, but there's always, you know, there's uh, right now we're looking at the weather in Memphis. Uh, what's it going to be? Uh, it looks good. As long as it's rain, it's fine. And snow, it's not so good. And, um, you know, that's the problem with Valentine's Day or the challenge, I should say. Right. You know? It is a challenge. And it's, it's also, um, you know, I wanted to get you on before Valentine's Day, but we're not giving people a lot of early notice. So this is just an educational conversation to say, plan ahead. And yeah. You know, take Yost's advice and, you know, next time there's a holiday for Mother's Day, reach out to Floor Abundance two weeks ahead of time rather than four days ahead of time. Yeah, and I also want to emphasize uh, there's more than Mother's Day in the peak holidays. That's the reason for the advertising campaign at Flower Feeling. Yeah. Increased consumption for weekly and daily use. It's an easy thing to say, but... Um, People are interested in flowers, and they're interested in different flowers than just sunflowers. Uh, I know for the local growers, and there's many of them that are slow flower members, because we see them coming into Cal Flowers for their shipping uh, discounts so they can ship flowers. We buy from a lot of these, but um, it's great to grow flowers in a local market for your local farmer's market. But we are a wholesaler. We buy, uh, you know, bunches for events. And we need a variety of flowers and consistent quality. So that means if you know how to pack great bunches uh, and ship them to us, we're, we love to talk to you if you have something oh. unique. We buy flowers okay. in Vermont. We buy flowers in Maine, uh, northern Michigan, especially with blooming branches such as uh, lilac. We buy things in from Canada when we need to. It makes the season longer. Right. Uh, and you actually, you're filling a pain point that a lot of smaller 
say, Farmer Flora's um, need, which is the quantities and the consistencies, um, volume of one particular flower, if that's a like a wedding request. A lot of smaller farmers need to augment what they have, and that's another role you can play. Yeah, and, and what's for the smaller farmers, uh, flower growers, there's people like color. They like different stuff. So it's amazing with the uh, uh, other websites how flexible people are. They, yeah. they order uh, item A, and we only have item B, and we explain it to them, and they go like, well, that works too. You know, well, I they feel just like, look at pictures. Yeah, and I also <laughs> feel I feel like there is a general shift in the floral industry of educating consumers to say, we'll give you the most beautiful and the freshest and, you know, the best rather than trying to have a checklist and, and, you know, fit like the Pinterest board. People, if they know that you're, you're going to pull the, or a florist is going to pull what's best um, in their palette or whatever. I feel like there's a lot of acceptance of that now because yeah, it wasn't always like that, was it Yost? No. And, and actually I'm proud of our staff. And as you heard from Debbie and Jenna, uh, everybody's been here for a long time. Uh, you didn't meet Jose, but he started here when he was 16 after school. And now he is in the sales department. He's uh, 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 brought up into the business, knows every aspect very well. And uh, customers love talking to him. But the, the key is our floral consultants. We have customers say, send me, send me X amount flowers. You pick it out. You know what I like. Or they take like just they give you a dollar value and you just yeah they give you a dollar value send me a thousand dollar order can you just pick something I need color I need this uh, what is cool and then sometimes things come in that uh, are not on the price list because they just came in or we found something that makes it unique and that's why people ask me well why don't you open another location well it's hard to duplicate your your model uh, we're not a franchise. Uh, we don't have box lots. We sell box lots, but we drop shift that. That's usually imported stuff. But if it's coming through the door, you guys are taking really good care of it. Yeah, and, and, and we have a lot of competition because yeah. we have growers that sell to us, but they'll sell to anybody uh, for the same price. Uh, there's no rules anymore. So that makes well, it hard for us. Well, then what are your, your, your competitive edge is customer service then? Well, customer service with know-how. Mm -hmm. uh, knowledge of product and the variety that we have. So our slogan has been everything under the sun. And it, I think I've said this before, maybe in your podcast 10 years ago, it should be <laughs> almost everything under the sun. Check check the facts. Because, I love uh, it. You I can't love have it. everything under the sun. But we, we are close to that. And that's a challenge too, because you got to watch inventory very closely. You got to make sure you move it. Uh, yeah. We have yeah. a nonprofit that we give flowers to, the Dream Foundation good cause and we have a lot of local customers that are so used to just coming in and looking the cooler and uh yeah you know the first week of january you go like what's going on there's nothing in here and i've heard from competitors too there's nothing there either because there's hardly any business so right right if you there's call a little advance, law there's a little yeah. law not well, a lot we, we have our customers pretty well trained for winning and events to book orders in advance yeah so we can reserve the product for you have it ready in time and get it the day before you need it. That's what we yeah. always say. Yeah. Have a buffer day for, you know. But yeah. again, we have a lot of new customers coming in, whole new generation of designers, artists. We love it because they have different ideas, different views. They all need education because education never ends from flower handling to flower care. 
and 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 good information because there's a lot of misinformation out there yeah. too about flowers. I know. Well, th- thank you so much for giving me such a peek inside the the garage door at Floor Abundance. Yeah, I, I could be there in person. I'll come visit you next time I'm in the in the Santa Barbara. Yeah, area. next yeah. time you're in the neighborhoods. Yeah, have a glass of wine, and uh, I think we should do this again, but not in ten years. No, uh, I won't make uh, you wait ten years, and I also is in ten years. I'll also yeah. wait till the weather's better. <laughs> Maybe I'll come in person. Okay, right. happy Valentine's Day. We'll talk soon. You too. Keep up Thanks. the good work. Okay, bye bye. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. You will want to check out our show notes for episode 648 at slowflowerspodcast.com to watch the replay video of my interview with Yoast and the Floor Abundance team. I'll also share links to all of their social places. And as a fun bonus, you'll find the link to my 2014 interview with Yoast. How amazing that a full decade has passed since that first visit to Floor Abundance. Our next sponsor thank you goes to the Seattle Wholesale Growers Market, a farmer-owned cooperative committed to providing the very best the Pacific Northwest has to offer in cut flowers, foliage, and plants. The Growers Market's mission is to foster a vibrant marketplace that sustains local flower farms and provides top quality products and services to the local floral industry. Visit them at seattlewholesalegrowersmarket.com. And thank you to Longfield Gardens, which provides home gardeners with high-quality flower bulbs and perennials. Their online store offers plants for every region and every season, from tulips and daffodils to dahlias, caladiums, and amaryllis. Check out the full catalog at longfield-gardens.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. The Slow Flowers Podcast is a member-supported endeavor downloaded more than 1 million times by listeners like you. Thank you for listening, commenting, and sharing. It means so much. As our movement gains more supporters and more passionate participants who believe in the importance of our domestic cut flower industry, the momentum is contagious. I know you feel it too. If you're new to our weekly show or our long-running podcast, check out all of our resources at slowflowerssociety.com. I'm Deborah Prinzing, host and producer of The Slow Flowers Show and The Slow Flowers Podcast. The Slow Flowers Podcast is engineered and edited by Andrew Brenlin. The content and opinions expressed here are either mine alone or those of my guests alone, independent of any podcast sponsor or other person, company, or organization. Next week, you're invited to join me in putting more slow flowers on the table, one stem, one vase at a time. Thanks so much for joining us today, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.